And with that, our first finals round is complete. And what a complete week it was. We had some absolutely enthralling games, but everybody who was involved would have been edge of their seat. But for those of you guys who were unlucky enough or not good enough to, to not make the top eight, I'm sure you all would have been sitting back with bated breath with your heart in your throats on your edge of your seats on your some other sort of weird analogy where we're talking about that. Just being absolutely wrapped at the, the master clinic that you're watching as the, the best eight teams battle it out. Unfortunately now, there are only six. We see Kane, Angry Midgets get knocked out and Grant on the cans also get knocked out. And we see Brian 22-0 vision and Brian Packy flies in with another chance this week. But until then, we go to the winners because that's what this is all about. First, we are first cap off the rank. We have Mr. Nick Wust, who won our very first elimination final. Alrighty, well, welcome, Wusty. Congratulations on getting through to the prelim final for another year. I think that's the, the fourth year in a row now. Uh, how that how that win feel? Thanks, Dan. It's always a pleasure to be back, and always nice to get the win, especially over Marto. Definitely, definitely. How do you uh, how do you rate your opposition? Did you did you rate him? Do you think you were good early or? Funny you should ask. I had a bit of an Once again, as you know, I'd like to have this quite come on your show. <laughs> I've decided to go for a new mantra this time. I'm going to go with WWRD. You know what that stands for? What would uh, someone starting with R do? Yeah, and who's the best man that you know starting with R? Oh, probably Roy Laird. Even better. <laughs> Rancy. Oh. My man, Alex Rance. <laughs> what would Rance do? So, during the week, my, my old mate Marto. He was absolutely great without. He lost his two best players in Lions and Neil. Neil, obviously, he goes one fifty every week, so that was a huge loss. For some reason, he didn't want to shop him around. So he just decided to keep him. I'll roll with it. He feels two studs in their place. That's bad enough. But then he had a late out. I think Petrovsky's season was a name. And in his wisdom, he had no backup on the bench. So he's absolutely ravaged. He's in no man's land. He doesn't know what's going on. You might even say he's in hospital awaiting brain surgery. It's <laughs> got to that bad, that stage. So, what does Rance do when someone that he's mates with is in hospital having brain surgery? I can think he of one thing. And he fucks what they love. <laughs> so I took my own team, which he loved dearly, and I just fucked it while he was on the road. <laughs> That's, uh, that's beautiful. That's glorious. I love it. <laughs> but, you know, me and Rance are pretty similar too. We both have a lot of success in our field. You know, I'm looking at a second straight grand final. But everyone still thinks that we're cheats and we're divers and, they, you know, we do the wrong thing. So I can relate a lot to that Definitely. No, I like that analogy. And uh, I'll have to wait and see what Rance does next week in the... Well, no, you've got next week off. Sorry, what Rance does in round 16 when you, you come up against... Uh, Brian or Steve, I think it is. Oh, wouldn't it just be glorious to just stick it up one or both of those? I don't care which it is. Whichever one of them is in the hospital, I'll gladly just come along and fuck their team as hard as I possibly can. <laughs> in true Rance fashion. true Rance fashion, that'd be, that'll be good. I look forward to that. So, actually, probably not really, because then you'll be in the grand final. I don't want to verse you in the grand final, so... Yeah, well, I've been uh, on the Rance receiving end this week. I've lost body McGraw went down on the weekend, so that's a big hole for me, so... I might get Rance locked up this weekend. What Rance is around comes to Rance. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely something like that. Beautiful. Um, 
Do you have anything else you want to say, or is that all you, all you got? Uh, that's about it for tonight. I'm just trying to move the magnets around my board, trying to figure out who's fucks going to come on from my garage. But, you know, we'll have someone, we'll find some wine car somewhere, probably with scrap heads on the garage, we'll to sell me someone good. And I'm, I think another wins on the car, so. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, uh, to wait and see what happens next week uh, with uh, who you're going to verse, but I think it'll it'll be interesting, and we'll be down to the we'll be down to the final four after that, and it's always good caliber when you're versing those guys. Yeah, well, now me and Lockie both lost a couple of stars. It's definitely in that playing group, so who knows, Bradley could even Brad Reed way through this one. He could, yes. I'm sure if we'd all uh, equally sit back and watch a Bryce of Bradbury, but I don't really want to deal with the the aftermath of that. It'd be like Richmond winning the flag. Yeah, or if Steve wins, the Jordan Dawson Cup might be renamed. <laughs> Definitely a lot of uh, a lot of unusual cats in this uh, this final six. So I'll have to sit back and see if the cream can rise to the top because I think it should. Well, one thing's for sure: Lucky's going to have a hell of a time renaming this league in the next six months, depending on who wins. Definitely, definitely. Yes, very nice, Wasi. Thank you very much for that. We'll see if we can dial into our other qualifying final winner. It's uh, Lachlan of the Big Fish. Let's let's see if we can get him online. Welcome, Lockie. Uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, congratulations on the win. What do you what do you, um, what do you think about the matchup between you and Brazza? Oh, Jimmy, where do I start? Clinical, deserved, warranted, comfortable, embarrassing, cruisy. Mate, all I heard about how he gets up for home and away games and is ready to reproduce in a big final, but quite frankly, all I saw was a big rig fall over. He's in famous number five pick, shot blanks. And if you're going to pick a 43-year-old as your, uh, your best player, then it's bound to happen. And look, no surprise to anyone, his team of passengers couldn't uh, find a back to jump on. Pickett, Hartlett, Battle, Rewalt, <laughs> Lol, Wallace, Myers. These are not the sort of players that I should be running into into a final, mate. This was embarrassing. And as if all that wasn't funny enough, Bailey Williams was his skipper of choice, which just topped off what was a complete piss take of a round. <laughs> and look, to put it bluntly, he produced a cop hater of a son. His golf game's laughable. He doesn't walk, he waddles. And now he's a producer side that's nothing short of pedestrian. So, look, I made it to finals expecting a challenge, but I got met with a walkover. So, once again, me and Steve are going to have to have a bit of a chat about a bit of remuneration here, a bit of uh, back pocket work because that's just not on. So, look, thanks for the buy, Bryson, mate. Is, uh, you've shown everyone why you've not been competent enough to make finals before, mate. And I have uh, no doubt that you've only got one game left this season. Straight sets is odds on. And I think uh, you've... Uh, been more than justified in the, the original assessment that myself and you, Jimmy, gave him at the beginning of the year, mate, because his team is a dog's breakfast. So, but look, really, when you look at how bad he was, everyone who didn't make the eight probably should consider pulling the pin and giving themselves an uppercut, particularly Matt and Keelan. Those two should <laughs> immediately change their last name because not only are they not worthy enough to drink a cup of my ball sweat, they're not worthy enough to drink a cup of Brizes, and that's saying something. <laughs> Two pedestrian humans that should stop watching AFL immediately and start watching something they're more comfortable doing, such as watching guys getting pegged. <laughs> oh, that'd be a lot of ball sweat coming from Brizer as well, so I don't think they'd really enjoy absolutely, that. Absolutely warranted from those two because they gave us nothing, and I'm sick of them carrying the story name, and they can't even make the top eight in the 14-team comp. So, nah, those two, jog on. Put yep. your runners on. Get ready. Get out of here. Do you reckon? Uh, do you reckon Keels gets a little bit of a respiration back after the the multi bet last one last night? Or oh, look, it's nice to have some cash in the pocket. But uh, look, I've had to look at him all all season with his team and struggling along. Has a bit to say, but then gets to uh, 
the crunch time. And just he's never there. So yeah, look, well done, got us some money, but big picture here is about draft, and he's a passenger. So nah, buckle off those shoes, kill them because I know you can't tie laces and jog on. Yeah, fair call, definitely. Make sure you do it for an hour though. That's all you're allowed to do. <laughs> he should probably do it for a bit longer because he needs to jog a long way. Definitely. He's done all of Brighton. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's worthy enough of living in Brighton. He's pretty good where he is in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. So further yeah. away he is and away from civilization, I'm okay with it. Until he fucking lifts his game and learns a little bit about life and draft, then yeah, no, stay in the sticks, mate. Definitely. Live out in Sherwood Forest. Robin Hood and his merry men. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll leave those guys where they belong, which is outside the eight, and we'll we'll turn to to what went well this week. What do you? How do you think you went? What went well this week? Oh, mate, the matchup. Look, I mean, I was gifted a ride to the semi uh, to the prelims, mate, because I was matched up with someone who was just incompetent. Well, I dare say Bryce's IQ would struggle to get him past grade three if he had a fourth crack at it, mate. He's uh, I was a real winner before this game even started. So you want to look at the stars that I had, mate? Hawkins, Danger, Kennedy, Shepherd, Daniel, Shuey. Robbie Gray, it was a piss take all over the field, just tons galore. So look, Bryzer walks in the kitchen and make no mistake, mate, he couldn't handle the heat. So I'm confident the prelim will give me a more suitable matchup because the qualifying final was just, uh, yeah, there was nothing in it for me. Yeah, no, nah, fair call. Well, it looks like you'll be coming up against uh, me or Mato. So I have to wait and see what uh, this next week produces. And yeah, I'm winning up with them. See how we go. That's it. I'll, I'll be watching that matchup with uh, very closely. Obviously, I've already lost Shuey, so it's not a great start. But uh, look, may the best man win, and I think you'll both be worthy opponents. So Let's happy to so. see what happens there. All right. Thanks very much for coming on and uh, sharing what limited time you have, and I appreciate it. Cool. No worries, Jimmy. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. I guess as eloquent as always, Lockie, thank you very much for that. We now turn our attention to, to one of the winners of the elimination finals. We now turn to to Steve with sodium chloride. Welcome, Steve. Congratulations on the, the win. So you're now through to the, the semi-final. Uh, talk us through the win. How'd you go? Um, I was pretty happy with my performance last week, actually. Like Grant had a he's had probably the toughest season out of any of us. He's got screwed by more laid outs, I think, than anybody in this entire competition. And looking at his, I'm just having a quick flip through his side. Like he had some good scores, but he just came up against me and I just had great scores across the board. Like my lowest score for the week was Libba. And I had a dominant captain, um, his captain, Jaden Short, who I actually was nice enough to tell him that he he could use um, because he thought he wasn't allowed to use people like that. Last week, I I did my best to get Grant into a competitive matchup, but unfortunately for Grant, um, my team is just too good at the moment. like when you've got Jack Lacocia scoring 85, you, you know you're going to do pretty damn well. And when I look at – and Grant did make some mistakes. He left Phillips on the bench, who's turned up, and left Kate Simpson on the bench, who scored 80. So, yeah, I, th- I think I did pretty well, considering I would have beaten everybody, including Lachlan, who was very, very happy with his performance against Brian. Um, I think, uh, as we said just like off, off air before um, – I think at the moment I'm probably the informed person in the competition. I'm seven and three in the last ten uh, last ten rounds, um, and I would be eight and three if it wasn't for Lachlan um, deciding that if we were like I, I wouldn't. I would be eight and sorry seven and two if it wasn't for Lachlan deciding to fuck with the fixtures and screw us all over, and in, in particular Scott Keelan and me. Um, that the so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Jordan Dawson has been what I would call a revelation. Um, everybody laughed at me when I picked him and he'll probably will fuck me over this week and score 40. But 
he has he has been the the player that I picked him to be in that fourth or fifth round, whatever pick I picked him at now. He scored 110 this week, 92 last week, 91 the week before, 121 the week before that. And he's playing Melbourne this week and we love to bomb the ball long. Um, so he'll probably score well this week. And I'm very confident um, in my side coming up against um, Brian after last week's performance, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I think if you look at who Jordan Dawson played when his form hit good uh, good things, would have been Collingwood because we always seem to play good uh, play players into form. So you can thank us for that. <laughs> Yeah, well, you did it for us too. I think you played Ed, Ed, uh, when we played you guys. It was you played Ed Langdon into form. I think he had twenty five or thirty touches against you, and yeah, it was one of those that you you guys at the Pies have not had the greatest season. You've you've struggled with injuries. I think you've probably got one of the longest injury lists in the competition um, behind probably North Melbourne. Yeah, but it's been one of those. It's been a one a year like that for the Pies. It's it's probably better you don't make finals. Um, probably so you can actually get some draft picks and just. Um, let the guys rest and recuperate and send some guys into surgery early, I think, would probably be the best thing for the Pies rather than contest the finals. And it probably help, it would help us make the finals too if you guys just gave up. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait and see. Who knows? Um, I don't know. I'm thinking I'm the same sort of similar thing. What's the point of making finals in if you're going to lose, which, you know, which is how we could obviously see some of the guys that, that played in our draft league this week. What's the point of making finals if you're just going to bow out? But, Unfortunately, someone, yeah. Well, someone's Keelan keeps talking in the draft chat, and I, he didn't make final, so I actually don't understand what's going on. Like I thought, Keelan would have given up, but he's actually mouthed off more in the last week than he did all season, which is surprising. Nothing I think he's, because he's got no, he's got no one to egg on anymore, and he realizes that he's kind of irrelevant. So he's he's got to keep mouthing off. Yeah, no one, nothing to lose, and no one, no, you know, if he loses, he's not going to lose this week, so it doesn't matter. He can get as high yeah, as he it. wants. We've got our NFL draft season coming up, and that's probably going to be the next place that he's going to lose. So, yeah, it'll be a Keelan sucks. That's just basically it. <laughs> uh, who would you pick out of Keelan or the, the possum? Keelan or the possum? Yeah, question without notice. Keelan or the possum? Who'd you, who'd you pick? Would you, who'd you rather hang out possum. with? Possum. Yeah. Uh, possum's cute. Um, like I'd probably, I'd probably prefer to hear the possum's mating call than hear Keelan's mating call. <laughs> I did get to call the monotone man the last time I was on here, but Keelan has the most nasal voice going around. Um, it's like Homer Simpson when he had the crayon shoved up his nose into his brain, but Keelan, Keelan's decided to shove them both up both nostrils, and that's kind of how he talks. So, yeah, possum every day of the week. They may be a little bit of a pest, and they may keep me up late at night sometimes, and but oh, much prefer a possum to Keelan any day of the week. Yeah, cool. All right, so we'll look forward to the, the week ahead, which is the semi-final between uh, you and Bryza. What are your thoughts on that matchup? Well, I didn't expect to be here, to be honest with you. Um, not only after the first week, so I lost the first three games um, and I looked at my side and thought, what the fuck have I done? Um, and I didn't expect to make finals. Um, so I'm pretty happy to be coming up against Brian this week. Um, or sorry, rather, in, like in the next round. I think looking at his side... He's got some weird shitty picks in there, I've got to say. Um, he, he's got Travis Boak in there, who I think he probably should have got rid of about eight weeks ago. Um, and he's got some players in there like Josh Battle, who I used to teach. I don't understand why he's even in this side. Like, I, it, uh, Brian's one of those guys, when he, what he does is he watches the footy and he sees a guy go really well and then he goes straight to the waivers and drops whoever he's got in his side and goes and picks up the guy, hoping to get the score that they had the last week. And uh, look, it hasn't worked for him all year. He had a great start and he's been struggling ever since. Um, so I think I'll go okay against Brian. I think the biggest thing will be um, I think the, next week's by, it's, is it Richmond Collingwood, Collingwood and 
Richmond and Collingwood. So that's, I mean, what that'll mean is there's a few players in his side that he won't be able to play. Um, and I think he's already queued up some trades with Lachlan. I think he was looking at doing pendles for Kelly um, just so he could get an extra player in there. Um, go ahead. There's someone who's had Kelly in his super coach classic side for the last four weeks. Be my guest. Bring in Tim Kelly. He's fucking garbage. <laughs> um, so I think, I've, I, I think I'll go okay. I looked at who um, a lot of my team has. I haven't got any Tigers or any Pies. So I've, I'm pretty set in terms of having a full side to pick from. I think the only thing that I'm a bit concerned about is probably the captain choice. Yep. Um, I've got a very average midfield, I would say. Um, no, I don't have a, um, a Duncan or a Guthrie who tend to churn out the 100, 130s and stuff. So that was my choice when I traded Lachlan. Um, I think I traded, what did I trade? Lachlan, Danger for Lloyd um, yep. and some other and some bits and pieces. But in the end, I think... I think I should beat Brian looking at my last few weeks and looking at last, like my last week and looking at this week's Brian scores versus my score. Yeah. I think I'll beat him. Um, if I don't beat him, it's not going to be that much fun in the chat. Um, I think Brian, uh, hopefully Brian is uh, gracious if he does decide <laughs> to win, because if Brian is not gracious, then he will not be spared my endless needling until the start of next year's season. Um, and I'm always gracious uh, as, a, as a winner um, because at the end of the day, unless you make the grand final and win cash, who fucking cares? Yep. So um, there's no point getting up and about with one win. You've got to make it all the way. You've got to make it to the big dance and you've got to start pushing the big scores. So um, I think I'll beat Brian. I think, like, I'm looking at my match and I think who's the other one? It's um, Wusty and... Nah, me and other Brian. Oh, you and other Brian. That's right. Rust, Wusty made it through. So I think you should beat other Brian. Um, just depends on, like, you've got a couple of pies in there too, which hurts. But only, I mean, you're holding on to only really the one. Yeah, I got Trelaw holding on to, and I picked up to go because I hurt his back the week after the buy. So, taking a punt yeah. for the week after, I've only really got Josh Dacos on my field, who I'm, who I'm putting on the bench. Yeah, another Brian. He's also fallen. Like, he's got a few pies, doesn't he? I think off the top of my head. Chris, yeah, he's got. Yeah, he's got Crisp and he's got Greenwood who won't be playing anyway. And those are the only two that – oh, and he's got Shy Bolton as well. Yeah. And Bolton's been decent, so that'll be that'll hurt him because that's one of his only, like, half-decent forwards. So yeah. I think, like, if you were going to do a Mato bet, you'd probably do a multi-me into you to win this uh, win this round. Um, and I'd probably say it's probably paying under $2 odds. Um, it wouldn't be really worth putting the Wusty pot onto. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm confident. Yeah. I think it's one of the first – until team selections come out um, and I get absolutely screwed and I end up like Grant with two or three laid outs and get a score of, you know, around 1,200, but I'm, I'm confident. I think, I think I'll beat him. Yeah. Either way, it'll be entertaining and enthralling and I'm sure we'll all be sitting back and watching. So it'll be good fun. Well, it's, it's weird. It's, it, I didn't realize this round is so short. Yeah. Like it's, I, I, it's, a, it's a very quick turnaround in both. Like I knew, the, I knew the like, footy frenzy and all that sort of stuff, but like, these rounds are going to be over very quickly. There's not much time to turn it around in terms of trading. Um, it's going to be, what have we got? The first round is Saturday, like the start of the round is Saturday yeah. at 7.40. Yeah, something That's like that. quick. quick. So you've got, you've got to get up on Saturday morning and organize a trade with somebody um, and get it done before 7.40. And then all of the games are done by Wednesday. Yeah. So between that and then <laughs> between that and the next round, which... Uh, when the game's done on Wednesday, the next game's on Thursday. There's you got to you really got to start planning ahead. So uh, what Lachlan and Brian did was smart, but 
yeah, I've got to act, actually reminds me, I probably need to start working on um, Lusty and uh, Kane, uh, a few of the other boys that are still in the finals and see who I can queue up a trade with because, shit, I probably need to get a wriggle on. Yeah, I think I'm in a spot of either because my whole bench is, is rubbish and injured or, you know, I'm sitting on them. So I'm going to have to go well, up I mean, the table or something. Just, the other thing is that you could always, I mean, the strategy is that you could look ahead and go, well, who's made it through? Bank on a person coming through and trade them for someone that's playing. It's what um, what Lachlan's done to Brian, and that might be the way you go. You go get you to go out there and see if you can dangle it because Wusty's fucked. If you've looked at Wusty's side, he's lost. He lost merit for the season. Yeah, I didn't know. Sorry, um, McGrath, McGrath. McGrath for the yeah. season. McGrath's done. Um, who else did he lose? Um, I feel like this. Like, I feel like he's in a bit of trouble. So, you, like, you might. You might find that you can get something out of him. Yeah, his desperate his desperation will be high. Uh, he's he, he's going to be nervous um, coming up against. So he, he's is the winner of you and. No, he's the winner of you and you and Brian. Oh, well, in that case, like if I get if I'm up against Wasty, he'll be out. Looking at his side, he's in trouble, real trouble. So it's only a matter of time. If, if Brian gets through. Brian won't. That's the, that's going to be Brian's one win, and Wusty will make it to the granny. But if I get through, Wusty's done, and I'm straight through to the granny. So, yeah, I'm out of that. I didn't even realize I play Wusty, so I'm very confident then in making the grand final. Very, very confident. There we go. Better to you first. Yeah, that's it. Well, you, oh, just taking a weight off my shoulders. Get a trade done, and then <laughs> beat Brian, and then just walk straight into the grand final and get myself some cash back. So yeah, it's great. All right, cool. Let's just start <laughs> spending that money now, I guess. Yeah, why not? Yeah. What else are you going to be doing in ISA? You might as well spend something. Fuck. All I'm doing is buying alcohol and uh, just when it comes on discount like Lachlan, we send each other 20% off cashback deals every every time they come out and then we just both end up with deliveries at our house full of booze. I feel like I'm starting <laughs> to build um, quite a decent cocktail collection yeah. uh, at the moment. But, yeah. Beautiful. All right. Thanks for your time and, uh, yeah, good luck, uh, good luck on the week to come. Thanks, mate. All right. Go to ease. Have a great one. It's very nice, Karen. Thanks for that. And, look, this week wouldn't be complete without the other winner, which is actually myself. So, look, obviously I'm not going to ask myself these questions. That seems a bit silly. Instead, I'm just going to just going to tee off. So here we go. Look, first things first. Look, hats off to Kane for making the the brave decision to captain Grundy. Look, it almost paid off for him. It was a bold decision, and I definitely very much liked it. It was very on very on vein and very on brand for me as well. So, nice try, Kane. Definitely a, a good option, and look, it definitely almost came close. But but you know, if I look back to how I went. The writing was on the wall early. Well, his, his team's been decimated with injuries uh, to good players and the bye didn't help while I have blokes just gone from strength to strength just doing what they've been doing for months on end and it was absolute clinic from some of those lads. But you know, regardless of all that, yeah, take a look at the bloke he's versing, me, and you can you can see why it was always going to end this way. Even with my bench littered with talent, I, I got the job done yet again and just puts me in a cheer-out position for next week against Mardo. We'll get to see the, the two midfield bulls really go uh, head-to-head with Oliver and Neil. It's going to be an absolute clinic of a, of a midfield battle there. And look, in terms of whether or not I think I can go all the way and to how I've been sort of tracking at the moment, well, I think this week just shows exactly what I can do. Look, my players are firing on all cylinders at the right time. And if I get through this Collingwood buy round, I've got some really big names to come back as well, which is really going to put me in a great spot come prelim finally if I manage to get there and, and come up against the Mr. Lachlan story. But... Look, obviously, I've got to get through this week first, and I think it'll be a very, very interesting game and a very, very close game, I think. But, you know, I think looking at how, how both teams have been tracking and the trajectory recently, I think 
We've got nothing to lose and I think Mano's got everything to lose. You don't want to be that bloke going out in straight sets and we'll look room really. If I, if I lose from here, then it's no big deal. I did what I needed to do and I got the job done. But on the other hand, well, yeah, if he loses, then he's just, just me another Brian really. And uh, with that, I'll, I'll leave it there and I've actually got a few more segments to go with this one. So I'm actually going to take us to our official bookmaker partner of the Choking Hazard podcast. This is Mato Betts. Mato, welcome. What have you got for us this week? Well, this week we got a special for you. It's the Bernard Tomic Cup. It's a massive week of qualifying finals. And the question on everyone's mind is, can Brian's bounce back or will they be the next Bernard Tomics and lose in straight sets? One thing for sure, and that's if they lose, they won't be getting a 70K qualifying final prize. One way you can earn money, though, is with this, this week's Mardo Bet offer. We're offering you $2 value for one of them to lose and go out in straight sets. And with the Brizza waiver wire getting more of a workout and Brizer being only 10th highest scoring team in the league, there's a good chance. Or if you're feeling really bold and liking the look of a red-hot Stephen James, then you can get on both to lose at $6. Six bucks! Will it be Brizer? Will it be Brizer? Download the Motobet app from the App Store to find out. And as usual, gamble responsibly. All right, guys, I've got one more segment left for you in any podcast that went deep into September or, you know, the first week of September as it is for our finals wouldn't be complete without this bloke's certain point of view. So, and I welcome Ben for his Choose View. Yeah, firstly, I just wanted to start with fuck the Bombers and fuck Matt. Um, this week, this, this week's view, we dive into the life of Brian. You could say both Bryans have had a successful year, both finishing in the top four. However, they could both be out in straight sets. I'd like to have a look at as to why. Mardo, I think his downfall is that he shares the same name as my dad, and that is enough to bring about the worst kind of bad luck and super coach he could receive. Now we move on to Brian Beamers. He has had... A standout year this year. However, this all becomes undone if he goes out in straight sets. The gigantic bosomed man may say at least he made finals. Bollocks, fat man. It don't mean shit, and I'll say it again if you go out in straight sets. So why is he sucking at finals? Well, his trading has had some hits and misses, mostly misses. There's a good reason why... He has these brain fades with trades. We see it in the chat all the time, the bad sentences, the angry pot shots out of nowhere. Many mistake him for being on the cans, but he doesn't drink much anymore because his nipples poke out of his shirt after he has one can and he gets very embarrassed. No, his lapse in concentration can be traced to sugar crashes. Sugar crashes can impair memory and learning skills. A 2012 study on rats conducted by the researchers at the UCLA found that a diet high in fructose, which which is another word for sugar, hinders learning and memory by literally, literally slowing down the brain. The researchers found that rats who overconsumed fructose had damaged wave activity in the brain, meaning that communication among brain cells was impaired. I feel the rat is the most similar to Beamer's in personality traits, so this makes sense. 
Now, I've said all year that the cause of these sugar highs and lows drive through Krispy Kreme and Daniel's Donuts being delivered to his doorstep. Beamer struggles with reaching the pinnacle of winning draft and didn't even make finals in our classic Supercoach League. The man spends what would have been his working hours studying Supercoach spreadsheets, listening to podcasts, but it's all for null as he simply cannot concentrate long enough or learn new strategies to bring home the bacon. So big booms, McGill. Next year, stay off the cans, give up the donuts and high sugar foods, and you'll probably still suck ass next year. This has been Choose For You. All right, that concludes our first finals podcast, done and dusted. To everybody playing this weekend, or the three other guys playing this weekend, or actually, no, only two other guys, because fuck you, Marto. To the two other guys playing this weekend, good luck, and all have a great weekend, and I'll see you all next time.